it's that effective practice design provides opportunities for the horse and the rider to explore movement problems and to be able to actively find their own solutions that are variable and functional for them at their current level of ability and learning. And because of that, coaches are encouraged to move towards being learning environment designers so that they can support horse rider partnerships to become effective problem solvers. Now this is instead of coaches seeing themselves as solution providers. Welcome to the Dynamics Coaching River Tiger podcast. These podcasts are about all things equestrian, especially learning and developing skills with both horses and riders. Hey everybody, this is just a short podcast version of a blog article I've written to share the academic article Can't Jump, Won't Jump, Affordances of the Horse Rider Dyad Underpin Skill Adaptation and Show Jumping Using a Constraints-Led Approach. Um, I appreciate that even the titles of academic uh, articles and papers can be off-putting for practitioners and for people who don't uh, spend their life and their world within academia. So this is just a short blog of an article that I've written that that is a, just a summary, hopefully in much uh, less complex language, of this paper. So the reference is linked in the show notes and the keywords and, and obviously a link to the article. So... What is the article? Well, in three sentences. One, it presents an ecological dynamics rationale that could be applied to coaching equestrian sports and activities and has a focus on the horse-rider partnership. Two, it presents an adaptation of the constraints-led model from Newell um, and is presented where the organism in that model or the individual is actually a horse-rider partnership interacting with influential task and environmental constraints and these shape the emergent behavior of the horse and rider and three the article draws on other areas of research and presents practical examples of why it's important for both the horse and the rider to have agency and to be moving with what we call skilled intentionality in the activities that they engage in together so what's the main takeaway It's that effective practice design provides opportunities for the horse and the rider to explore movement problems and to be able to actively find their own solutions that are variable and functional for them at their current level of ability and learning. And because of that, coaches are encouraged to move towards being learning environment designers so that they can support horse rider partnerships to become effective problem solvers. Now, this is instead of coaches seeing themselves as solution providers. The themes of the paper. Firstly, perceiving information, including visual, auditory and haptic, which is touch and pressure, plays a vital role in the control of movement. Because all species have evolved to be tightly connected to their environments through information perception. The overfocus on movement shape for example, prescribing ideal technique and conscious control, has led to coaching behaviours and practice activities that do not support the ability to pick up vital information, what we call specifying information from an ecological approach. Furthermore, haptic information is the main form of communication between horses and humans. 
the interactions and relationships between an organism, including horses and humans and horse-human partnerships, and their environment is considered to be the appropriate level of focus. So this moves the focus from things to relationships between things. And the key concept is that the organism's relationship with its environment is experienced through what the environment offers in terms of opportunities for movement. For example, a warm, soft surface may afford a cat a place to sleep. A cross pole affords a horse rider dyad to jump in the middle of a jump. Considering the horse rider dyad as a single complex system moves away from a human-centric perspective of compliance and control of the horse toward partnership, agency and intentionality of both. And ecological dynamics is a theory that underpins a constraints that approach in CLA. The theory provides guiding principles that help coaches to design practice activities that are effective. A CLA focuses on changing the relationship between the individual, the task and the environmental constraints acting over multiple timescales and what this means for how behaviour emerges. Using examples from the equestrian discipline of show jumping, the article outlines how a constraints that approach can inform coaching practice and behaviour to support skill acquisition. And we introduce a constraints-led um, diagram or a model that's an adaptation of neurons where the horse rider dyad is the individual within that triangle environment, individual and task. And we use the design principles of intentionality, representativeness, constraints manipulation and functional variability to support the horse rider dyad to become attuned to shared affordances. So those opportunities to move and those shared affordances support them to realise goal-directed behaviours. Okay, so there are those four practice principles are intentionality, representativeness, constraints manipulation and functional variability. So what do they mean? Intention is where movement and practice activities need to be goal-directed. It's important that the activity is meaningful and has value and purpose for the learner. This means that the activity is done through self-determined motivation and includes the horse in equestrian activities. Representativeness. Because the perception of information, so remember visual, auditory, haptic, etc., controls the self-organisation of emergent movements, it's vital to ensure that the information is present during practice and is representative of the information present in performance or participation. In other words, practice how you play or perform. It doesn't have to be fully representative, but there still needs to be enough information there to sample and to create perception-action coupling. Three, constraints manipulation. By changing the task constraints, so jump types, number, distances, height, speed, environmental constraints, such as weather, surfaces, heat, night, time of day, noise, and sometimes organismic constraints, for example, fatigue or pressure, the rider and the horse become more skillful and able to read the environment and develop feel. It's important to develop coordination, so that's effective perception-action coupling, and capacity, building strength, flexibility, power, etc. 
And you may design activities that do both or one or the other primarily. And by adapting and changing constraints, coaches seek to design practice activities that dampen affordances for movement solutions that are less functional and amplify affordances that are more functional without prescribing movement solutions. Four, functional variability. This relates to the notion of repetition of outcome without repetition of solution. No movement is ever identical. So it is important that practice supports the development of adaptive, flexible and robust movement repertoires. In show jumping, practice design might include varying starting positions, lines, rhythms, speed and angles once a stable outcome has become established. Then varying task and environmental constraints, such as weather, light, inclines and surfaces, without prescribing idealised movement biomechanics. A big challenge for coaches and riders is to move away from the idea of prescriptive, correct movements and to focus on wider bandwidths of movement and functional movement solutions, which will be different for every horse and rider dyad. Language is powerful in creating and maintaining cultural norms and practices. And we've inherited problematic and deeply enculturated language that's used to describe horses as well as our interactions and relationships with them. Horses are regularly described as being honest, naughty, lazy, bomb-proof, needing to be squared up, kicked on or taught some respect. An important change would be to move away from punishing horses for stopping or running out of jumps. By forcing a horse to choose between jumping or being punished, there's a failure to consider that the horse is an organism that has evolved with an acute, direct perception of relevant information for action from its own environment, related to its own internal dynamics and action capabilities. This means that as coaches and riders, our expectations may require re-evaluation of what we conceive or misconceive horse disobedience potentially due to a rider's inaccurate or badly timed cues based on poor perception or misuse of affordances. A major aim of practice in equestrianism is to facilitate skilled intentionality and perception-action coupling in the horse-rider system. Will jump, can jump. Finally, what are the future research areas? (laughs) Further research is needed to understand the implications and effectiveness of adopting a constraints-led approach in equestrian sports, along with the challenges and opportunities that coaches are likely to face. Other potential areas of research include attempting to identify the specifying information sources that are used as affordances for jumping by horses, as well as a range of coordination strategies for calibration of movement towards affordance realisation. It would be useful to do this and explore it with and without riders. Research in these areas would support coaching and training practice and potentially the design of safer jumping courses. Finally, research is needed to understand how the the horse-rider partnership or system can reconcile the need for agency of both partners while still ensuring that both human and horses are safe. To achieve this aim, there's a need for the human partner in the the dyadic system to become a better haptic communicator, enhancing their attunement to the horse's needs and affordance perception. In other words, we need to get much better at listening to our horses. 
I, I hope that that is a, a good overview for you and um, please read the paper if you're interested to delve a little more deeply.